coming up on today's episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. That's we did right. the like atypical, like, you know, quit your job, sell everything you own, keep the dog, move to Key West. <laughs> That's what we did. We knew after the second date we were going to get married because neither one of us wanted kids, and it was a second date conversation, and we've <laughs> been married 20 years now with multiple dogs. That's perfect. So. <laughs> there we go. Right on cue <laughs> and Lola's I promise we didn't set that up. So we just pulled the trigger and said, all right, this is going to be it. Mm-hmm. So It has a lot to offer of the things that we miss from home, mm-hmm. the Midwest, and also the things that we knew that we would miss from Key West. They kind of all come together here. So it just That's makes sense. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And, it, and it's a good foodies town. Coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. The show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown. Hi, I'm Kevin Godby. And I'm Lori Brown. Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. The podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete. And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There you'll find great information including restaurant reviews, the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to. But you should. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Just hit the subscribe button and you'll get notified when an episode is ready for download. And then you can listen to them anytime you want, like on your morning jog or commute to work. Welcome to our one-year anniversary show. Our featured guests today are Heather and Scott Brookie from The Beer Boutique. The Beer Boutique is a Key West transplant that has taken St. Pete by storm with their elevated Midwestern comfort food. Our musical guest today is Elliot Dickinson from the band Broke Mr. Jones. We have a great show, so so stick stick around. around. Food lovers, how would you like to get half off of your entrees and adult beverages for you and your guests at many of the area's best local restaurants? Thanks to Club Saver, now you can all day, every day. Club Saver's members get half off their entrees and adult beverages at over 50 of the Bay Area's leading eateries and drinkeries. Imagine a juicy steak dinner with all the trimmings, half off. Your favorite seafood dinner, half off. Plus, vegan and gluten-free options are often available. Enjoy drinks? You and your guest will enjoy half off your favorite beer, wine, or cocktail. As a member of Club Saver, you may visit your favorite venues as often as you like, as well as discover new locations where the food is delicious and the price is right. Visit clubsaver.com now for the restaurant list and discover how easy it is to join and start saving money while dining at the area's popular local restaurants. At under $30 a month, the membership pays for itself in one night out. Members love the smartphone ID and the ease of use. Let them know we sent you by using our custom referral code, St. Pete Foodies. Enjoy more, explore more, savor more, clubsaver.com. I love soup and I'm always in search of a great soup. Ramen is just so complex and delicious with layers of complex flavors in its broth. Booyah Ramen is one of my favorite places in downtown St. Pete, so much so that I recently included them on my top five Asian noodle soups list for their pork belly ramen. 
Now, Booyah's success is not just about the ramen. It's a hip, upbeat environment meant for unwinding and socializing with housecrafted cocktails, a large selection of Japanese whiskey, and izakaya, too. Those are small plates of different types of appetizers that are delicious, as well as the ramen. The ambiance of the place, along with the friendliness of the owners and staff, really adds to the character and charm of Booyah. And to add to its coolness, the owners are actually opening up four more stores, one in Miami and three in Berlin of all places. Yes, Berlin, Germany. How cool is that? Booyah Ramen is located at 911 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete and is open seven days a week at 11 a.m. Do ya, Booyah? Thank you for listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Godby. I am your co-host, Lori Brown. Our guests today are originally from Key West, now with a new place in downtown St. Pete. Actually, what's your neighborhood again? Uptown. Uptown St. Pete. (laughs) Historic Uptown. Historic Uptown St. Pete. Please welcome Scott and Heather Brookie from the Beer Boutique. Yes, welcome. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, thanks for having us. Absolutely. And happy 20-year anniversary. I know you just celebrated. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, congratulations. And it's our one-year anniversary for the podcast. On today's show. Yes. So I know you guys moved here from Key West. Are you originally from Key West? No, we're from Ohio originally. Oh, what part? Dayton. Okay. I'm actually from Fairborn, Ohio. Oh, right. I knew that. And I'm Heather's so sorry Zena. about that horrible shooting there. And anyway, I meant to tell you that last time we were in. Thank you very much. <sighs> Luckily, yeah. we knew no one, but it's a little close to home for sure. Uh, yep. It's really close to home. Mm-hmm. So when did you move from Dayton and where did you go first? We went to Columbus first for eight years. Mm-hmm. And sold real estate, worked in the restaurant business there, both of us, and then um, moved to Key West in 13 and opened the beer boutique in 14. Oh, wow. Yep. Fast. Went down with the plan and executed it and had the store down there for four years. Yeah. That's we did right. the like atypical, like, you know, quit your job, sell everything you own, keep the dog, move to Key West. <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> we took a 14-foot U-Haul and anything that didn't fit in it didn't go. And was the original plan in your mind to open something there? Yeah, all, all absolutely. The original plan was to open a full service restaurant there, mm. but we ended up opening up a carry out and delivery spot, which was a 250 square foot window with everything in to go and delivery. And we had about 80 craft beers in cans. That's awesome. Yeah, Nick, Nick told us a lot of stories when we were there last. We so. have lots of stories. Oh, yes. <laughs> we could write a book about some of the stories. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. He said, yeah, the uh, size of your kitchen now is like bigger than the whole the place whole place last was time. in Key West. Yeah. yeah the, bigger our, than our entire property. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> entire property would fit in our kitchen lap here in St. Pete. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> so were you guys always in the business or did you do some things before that? We've always been in the business. Always. Since we have over 50 years between us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first job in high school was at McDonald's, actually. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, and mine was at Bob Evans. Yeah. Uh-huh. And oh, I've wow. been in restaurants my whole life and, and love it. Back of the house, I'm assuming. All of it. Yeah. I've so done all of it. You're chef, creator, all that stuff. Yep. And I was um, started with O'Charlie's, mm-hmm. which is a chain out of Nashville, Tennessee. Right. Mm-hmm. When I was 20. Right after we got married, honey. Yeah, 24, 25. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now they can do math yes. so. <laughs> the 20 mark makes math easy <laughs> right and so that was my first stab in management started in the kitchen worked my way out to the bar mm-hmm. took over a store in richmond indiana as the assistant general manager got promoted to general manager then we got moved to columbus via o'charlie's mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so literally I've done everything in the restaurant business. Front of the house, back of the house, all of it. And were you typically front of the house then, Heather? I was front of house. I actually didn't start back of house until, well, I did expo at Fridays, so I did have some back of house experience, um, but not actually cooking in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't actually start that until we opened Beer Boutique in QS. Okay. Because there wasn't really a, I mean, you had the counter, but there was not really a lot of front of the house to run in a situation like that, right? Well, yeah. And our hot box, as we affectionately call it, was 130 degrees most of the time. Oh, and so we definitely switched off the rolls as far as right. who was on the line and who was doing prep or doing dishes or doing whatever else. And um, hopefully drink a lot of water. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> and lots of rid- fans going ridiculous on. Ridiculous yeah. amounts of water. <laughs> yeah. so Lori normally asks this question. How did you guys meet? Fridays. TGI Fridays. Uh-huh. Yes, that right was, after I started there. Mm-hmm. So you're both working there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was. Uh, I started there as a server. This is pre-O Charlie's, mm-hmm. and then uh, was asked to be a bartender. And Fridays bartending training is really in depth. It's mm-hmm. six weeks worth of training before they even let you on the bar. Right. Then Miss Heather shows up as a server one day, and and you were like, "Ooh, she's cute." Obviously, <laughs> yes, I was, and um, we hit it off. And I think. We only dated for like a year and a half before we got married. Uh-huh. So about mm-hmm. we knew we knew after the second date we were going to get married because neither one of us wanted kids, and it was a second date conversation. And we've <laughs> been married twenty years now with multiple dogs. That's perfect. So. <laughs> there we go, right on cue. <laughs> and Lola's. I promise in we didn't set that up. <laughs> Good job, Lola. <laughs> Lola's in complete agreement with that. Yes, yeah. and we're on five. We're on number five of dog rescues now. Yep. Oh, that's wonderful. Dogs are the best. Yes. They are. I'll start crying them. when I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we met. And we, um, we've been going at it ever since. We actually had the, the dream of opening our own spot very shortly after we met. Yeah. I wrote our first business plan in about 2000. We were married in 99. And I wrote our first business plan in like 2000 or 2001. Mm-hmm. And over the years, we've, we've changed it and tweaked it and looked at spaces and you know, we've done all the things that we should be doing to have our own space. But really, I think what it boiled down to is that we just didn't want to be in Ohio for the rest of our lives. So right. where better to go than Key West? Yes. <laughs> and that's pretty much how that happens. Cheeseburger in paradise. We traveled and we, we actually looked at a spot in Grenada when we were there as a follow up to our honeymoon trip. And just nothing was right. So when we moved, when we saw Key West, we were like, this is it. Like we serve Midwest big comfort foods and mm-hmm. knew that, that the island needed that uh, yeah, yeah. to be down there. There's, there's a lot of food for tourists and things mm-hmm. of that, but the locals were excited to have us because we were giving them, you know, memories of home and tastes of home and things that make them think about home. And when you have a population like that to feed it, it also is fun for us because we right. get to make them think about home. So the beer boutique in Key West was your first place that you owned, yes? It was Correct. 13, 13 years after the first business plan. Yes, yeah. isn't that insane? <laughs> exactly. And, and you had it for four years in yep. Key West? Mm-hmm. Now, Nick told us a really cute story about chicken wings and a certain particular address that would order right when you're getting ready to close. Do you recall this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> he, he named the address. Oh, he just rattled them. Oh, yeah. You know, it was on White Street. <laughs> yeah. Always on White Street, and they would always order at least two or three orders. Ten minutes before we closed. Just minutes. a pain in the ass to clean up. And, <laughs> but whatever. They were consistent. We never said no because, you know, we could always count on them. And mm-hmm. 
that you don't say no when you're tra- selling a product. Mm-hmm. You, just, you just we should tell everybody who Nick is. Oh, we yeah, should tell we everybody. Should. We should. Just talking away about that. Hi, Nick. Yeah. Nick, <laughs> Nick and his girlfriend moved to Key West about a year and a half after we opened Beer Boutique, and Nick, they came to us to eat. They were living down the street, and we happened to be hiring um, a full time position uh, to work our window and. He's a Buckeye, just like we are, so mm-hmm. it um, all made perfect sense. So he started with us and helped us run our kitchen, and it was the three of us plus a driver for the last year and a half that we were there, um, mm-hmm. and we all worked incredibly hard, and it was very hot always. Um, but when we told him that we were moving, um, Hay and his girlfriend also were thinking about moving and ended up coming to St. Pete as well. So he's now working with us in the new location mm-hmm. as a bartender, among other things, and like, and it's just, it's cool to, like, keep our, you know, our little family right. together. Little, little beer boutique family. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it seems like he helps run front of the house a little bit. Would that be? Uh, yeah. He helps out. He yeah, knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's great with the guests. He's great with the guests, and he is a good resource for everyone else because, yeah. you know, he just obviously knows more than mm-hmm. they do about who we are and what we do. And yeah. he's been an instrumental in getting things up and running and answering questions that maybe we weren't available to answer at any right. given time. So. His story, it, I don't know if this one, this one's not as good, but it reminded me, I live above what is now Ford's Garage. Years ago, it used to be called, it used to be Midtown Sundries. And there would be, usually it'd be Monday, I would call down and I would order buffalo wings, sometimes enough for lunch and dinner. And after a while, they would just pick up the phone and say, hi, Kevin, do you want buffalo wings again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. yes. We had... Lots of people. Yeah, like but before Nick came along, I worked the window most of the time, and I still all the way through have people that um, I they would just call and either I would just order their food because I knew what they wanted. They would never have to tell me their address. Right. Some people I had their credit cards memorized just because, <laughs> like, I, because I just talked to them so many times. Right. But you know, also people appreciated that because they literally mm-hmm. could just call and be like, "Hey, it's me." I'm like, "Cool, we'll see you in about twenty minutes or so," and just you know, it was. So it had to be a little bittersweet when you left. Oh, it was a very. lot bittersweet. Like, yeah, I can imagine. Actually, our busiest day that we ever had in Key West was our very last day. Wow. Which, which was, was not supposed to be our last right. day. <laughs> we were supposed to close on June 30th, which was a Saturday, and we ran out of food on Friday, June 29th. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was the most ridiculous day we ever had. Yeah, and there was a lot of disappointment because, of course, we weren't going to buy all the new no. food and reprep everything and be ready for another day. But there also were people that were waiting on Saturday oh. to come and have their last meal with us. So there was a lot of bittersweet. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of cool things happen, too. We um, we had uh, Adele Jr. put out a big Instagram. Yeah, him and his wife Amy ate with us. Post about us, cool. which was super cool. And then we'd have you know people who traveled who'd say... I'm getting ready to go on an, or on a trip, so this is the last place I have to eat. And then they would call me from the airport when they would get back and say, hey, Heather, I just landed. Like, Can you get this whatever started get for me? Get it ready me? for <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. That's and awesome. we would have people order food to go on their flight. Because in Key West, you could mm-hmm. just... No one cares down there. You yeah. can take it to TSA, and they would just get chili and cornbread. Or and people would know sandwich. at the airport. They'd be like, oh, you guys have beer, beer boutique. boutique. Yeah, you can just go right through. So That's cool. It was. And then they would get into the, the lobby or on the plane and start eating it. And of course, it would just make the whole plane smell good. And they would <laughs> laugh about that and send us a message when they got to their destination. Like, there were so many pissed off people on the plane. <laughs> I was eating good food and they had to smell it. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of military down there, too. And um, people, when they would move, they would say, well, we're having our last meal. And of course, we have to have it at Beer Boutique before we you know, move on to 
mm-hmm. their next destination. And we just always thought that that was so cool that people would choose us for special, even for special occasions, birthdays and anniversaries. And here they are at our like walk up window having their <laughs> celebratory meal and <laughs> like those kinds of things That's are, so you cool. can't replace that. Yeah. So are you familiar with uh, Bodega? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So how big was your first place compared to that? Well, we that, would have loved to have had Bodega the size of their space. So that would have been well, amazing. They, they didn't have that space <laughs> to the right when they first opened. They just had a walk-up window. So yeah. that's that, that space, that was all they had. But I'm sure it's still bigger than what you had. Their, their kitchen yeah. is definitely bigger than our yeah. kitchen. Yeah. Yes, and we didn't have the even like the front part where their window is. We didn't. That didn't exist. Right. Um, for us. So, like, so you were we like less than half a, the size? Oh, yeah. Oh, easily. Oh, easily. Okay. So where were you located on the island? Right in the middle. Right in the middle. If you look at a map of Key West, we were literally at the corner of uh, Flagler and First, okay. which is mm-hmm. literally in the middle of the island. I, I The last time I was in Key West was September, 2013. September 2013. And I guess you weren't open at that point. No, we weren't no. even there yet. There, you weren't there yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, that was the last time I was there. So I never got to experience your Key West, but I stayed, <laughs> I think, somewhere very close to where you were. So... Don't, I don't think it's open anymore, so mentioning it won't matter. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk about what's going on today with the new beer boutique in St. Pete. We will be right back. Keep on moving. One of our favorite places to go eat in St. Pete is Engine Number no. 9. They've been a staple in downtown St. Pete coming up on seven years and they are famous for their unique and tasty burger creations. As a matter of fact, they are on the St. Pete Foodies list of best burgers in St. Pete. They also made the best hot dogs list, the best chilies, and the best wings in St. Pete. Aside from the food, Engine Number 9 is a great sports bar with lots of TVs, beer, and wine, and you can even get a regular old cheeseburger too, so you can bring your non-adventurous eater friends. Check out Engine Number 9 at the corner of MLK and 1st Avenue North in downtown St. Pete. Their burgers can't be beat. How many times have you heard a restaurant say that they have healthy food that actually tastes great? I've heard it a lot, but unfortunately, it's usually one or the other and not both until the brass bowl came around. Right. Their food actually is healthy and tastes so darn delicious. So good. They use organic ingredients and responsibly sourced seafood. Brass Bowl offers gluten-free, vegan, and carnivorous options. There truly is something for everyone. You will find imaginative flatbreads, bowls, and tasty delicious small plates with options like fresh roasted seasonal veggies, 24-hour sous vide hanger steak, house-smoked salmon, and free-range chicken breast. And up front, they have a cold-pressed juice station and separate menu with juice bowls and elixir shots. It's like two open kitchens in one. Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery is really on the cutting edge of the fast, casual culture that is enjoying so much fame these days. Go get bowled over by Brass Bowl. Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery is located at 656 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete, and you can check them out on the web at BrassBowlKitchen.com. Have you been to Pacific Counter? It is one of the newest fast casual concepts located on one of the fastest growing blocks in St. Pete, the 600 block of Central Avenue. They offer build your own bowls, burritos, or salads with a variety of the freshest bases, toppings, and sauces to satisfy anyone's craving and put you in charge. There are actually 6,432,189 combinations possible. 
overwhelmed by Build Your Own? I know that I sometimes am. Well, you can also choose from their counter creations menu already picked for you. The first couple of times we ate there, that's exactly what I did. Then I decided to get adventurous. For bases, they offer sushi rice, brown rice, noodles, or greens. Sushi rice seems to be the norm, but I'm not a big rice person, so I finally tried the noodles, and to say I fell in love is an understatement. They are actually sweet potato noodles, I found out later. I have no idea how they make them seem like rice noodles. I added fresh tuna and salmon, my choice of toppings and a sauce, which I didn't even need because the bowl was so good without it. I told Kevin I could eat this every day and I would probably lose weight and love it at the same time. If you haven't checked out Pacific Counter, I would highly recommend it. They are open for lunch and dinner, have a variety of unique alcoholic and non-alcoholic drink options, and they have the beloved Dole Whip. Find your fresh at Pacific Counter. Pacific Counter is located at 660 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete. They are open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 11 a.m. to midnight on Friday and Saturday. We are back! We are back! We are back on the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast with Scott and Heather Brookie from the Beer Boutique in St. Pete. And you guys, we previously spoke, of course, that you moved up from Key West. What made you decide to do that and did you have the location before you did it or well we looked at a bunch of places to move to we knew we weren't going to move out of florida because we're not going back to the snow and the cold and the gray skies and um did some research and talked to some folks in key west and had some friends that had already moved up here and were discussing it with them and so we came up to visit um the first time in july of 2018 so a year ago mm-hmm. to scope out the town and look at a restaurant space that we don't have now is it didn't work out right but the bikeability of the city is great the dog friendliness of the city is great the beer scene in the city is fantastic everybody's super nice and and you can't beat the views around here yeah it just <laughs> and it's still close to the beach for us which is yeah. very very important so we just pulled the trigger and said all right this is going to be it mm-hmm. so it has a lot to offer of the things that we miss from home mm-hmm the Midwest, and also the things that we knew that we would miss from Key West. They kind of all come together here. So it just That's makes sense. Cool. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And, it, and it's a good foodies town, it which really is even better. So <laughs> It's yeah. been a burgeoning scene for sure. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. then it's fun for us because, you know, we always try to up our game. Mm-hmm. And having so many great places um, to be a part of and to experience, you know, it just keeps us motivated and and influenced to do mm-hmm. more and more with what we have. Right. Definitely yes. keeps you on your toes. Mm-hmm. Sure you're, does. If you're not good, you're not different, you're not going to survive around Never. here anymore. Right. <laughs> and we're all about being different. Yes. So. yes. so it seems that the beer boutique seems to be an overnight success. So after being in the business your whole life, you're finally, you're finally an overnight success. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's very well, humbling, thanks. actually. <laughs> It's super humbling. It's, well, you, it's, you were very smart, actually, because the, the place you picked, that location, was just begging for something like you guys. Mm-hmm. So it was a great... How did, how did you find it? How did it all come about? Oh, this is a good story for Blessings. Heather. <laughs> yeah, it actually... <laughs> yeah. Literally, it just fell into our lap, honestly. And um, it was already painted orange inside, which is on our logo <laughs> to begin with. Wow. It was the same exact color orange. Talk about a sign. Yeah, yeah. the colors inside are exactly the colors from our logo, which was amazing. But um, I, I uh, went to interview at the Hollander for a bartending mm-hmm. position, not knowing what our timeline looked like for a space. Obviously, we needed to have jobs. Um, and so when I spoke with um, Nick at the Hollander, he asked me to be a supervisor there if I had any interest in that because they needed a position filled. And I said, I was very candid and said, no, I'm, 
I'm more going to open up our place again and da 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 da. I love that man because he could have kept me all to himself and said, nope, I want you to work here. We'll figure it out later. But he didn't. Um, he shared me with the owner of the Hollander and they, a few days later, introduced us to the space, which, you know, after mm-hmm. some conversation and whatnot, uh, eventually we were able to take over. And so. there's a little hotel there too, right? That's above you. Or is that, that apartments? At the moment, it is apartments. It's apartments. Okay. Right. And do they... Is that the same owner as the Hollander? Or mm. just? The building is, yes. Okay, yep. right. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That's pretty awesome. You yep. went yeah. to get a job and you found a space. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, no, and pretty we should, cool. We should say where the space is for anybody that doesn't know. It's, it's by Round Lake on 7th Avenue, specifically 465 7th Avenue North. It's, right a, right? it's actually across the street from Round Lake. So when you're yep. sitting yeah. up the bar, you can look out to this beautiful, yeah. yes. beautiful, beautiful And very view. soon when the weather breaks, we'll be able to have oh, the bar yeah. windows open all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. Uh, the view becomes better. But we're very grateful to you for not being one of those owners that keeps those windows open during <laughs> this type of year. Because there are some out there that do, and we just can't go there. It's too hot. Yeah. Not to mention the yeah. humidity in, infiltrates the whole place. It so. does. Yeah. Yeah. Not mentioning any names. Though. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Also, our staff would kick us in our yeah. butts oh, if yes. we did that it's to them. too much. It's it too is. much. Weather out there today is hot and shitty. With continued hot and shitty in the afternoon. Tomorrow, a chance of continued crappy with a pissy weather front coming down from the north. But the reason I said that you're an overnight success is because just from where we sit, it kind of looks like that. What, what's the actual day you opened first? May 20th. May 20th. Okay. So not, not, not a few months. Mm-hmm. It seems like you opened and then suddenly... I'm seeing pictures of food and reviews, and I'm seeing pictures of a place filled with people, and I'm like, huh, we better get over there. (laughs) And and my condo is only five blocks away. I mean, literally five blocks away. Mm -hmm. When the weather's nice, I'll be able to walk it. Great. (laughs) I mean, we still walked home. We walked home the first night. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll sit outside and bring the puppy. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And that was our our goal, was to find a space that was neighborhood centric yes. because we don't want to be mainstream. We weren't mainstream in Key West and we wanted to keep that going here. And more small town people. Yeah. yeah. And that restaurant is actually the biggest restaurant seating wise that we would ever even consider mm-hmm. because you got to focus on your four walls. And if it's really big, you're never going to focus on any of it. Right. And you keep it small keep it good, right. change the food, um, have an awesome staff. Which we are. And, Incredibly blessed with a yeah. very, very awesome staff. Yeah, and it's a, it's a really cool, funky kind of place. Like on, on one side, I guess that would be the west side, you have a little area set up, uh, like a seating area. There's some funky, cool furniture. There's albums, like on a bookshelf kind of thing. <laughs> That's the east side, honey. That's it is side? actually the east side. <laughs> what, what did I say? It's the west, west side if you're sitting at the bar looking out the windows. <laughs> yes. Right. Moron. Right. I'll, Get, get me a compass for Christmas. There you go. Sorry, I just tend to be. I'm with you, Kevin. I'm, I'm I can't tell you whether it's east or west. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. matter. And actually, all yeah, that was in there before we moved in. The the couch cool. and the records and all that stuff. Because the owner of the building was actually going to do his own space. Mm-hmm. He wanted mm-hmm. to do his own until he met us. And so we kind of just left things as they were and put our own little touches on it. So how many seats do you have? Counting the patio, 90. 90. Mm-hmm. And so. how many beers do you have? Uh, we have 15 on draft plus a cider and a mead as well so 17 technically are always on draft around mm-hmm. i keep it around 50 ish in mm-hmm. cans and bottles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we rotate local the crap out of our beer do we, you do a lot of local we stuff? try to do mm-hmm. as much as possible we do yes. local we do states we do worldwide mm-hmm. there's a lot of great beer out there there is um, and it doesn't and have to just be 
we're big beer nerds and mm-hmm. we want to drink beer that's from all over and not just from St. Pete. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also want to support our community and our city. And so obviously those will always be on and around on draft and in bottles and cans. But, you know, there's a lot of places that make great beer. So, right. Yep. <laughs> there are. So let's talk about some of the food. One of the things everybody should be aware of is Friday is fish fry night. I knew he was fish, fish and chips. I know. I was going to say it if he didn't. And that I, was the first night we visited. I advise you to go early. Yes. Skip lunch so you're like starving at five. <laughs> what time do then. you start the fish fry? All, it's all day. day. Oh, so it's, it's even oh, it's lunch. Even yeah. lunch. Awesome. Okay. Now, yep. now we know that. Uh-oh. All the, all the lunch people are going to eat all the dinner now. <laughs> so you, you were telling us the other day when we were in there that you keep having to up and up and up the fish order. Did yes. you sell out again last Friday? Yes. And you were serving a different type of fish. You were... Uh, last week was lane snapper. This week uh, is gray tile fish. Nice. Cool. And we only use local caught fish, mm-hmm. nothing frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to get it fresh off the boat, and we fish and chips all of it. We have no pretensions about mm-hmm. so you use what whatever kind of fish, whatever you get fresh. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Correct. great. The night we had it, I believe it was red snapper. Mm-hmm. Think so. Think so. So we already did. We've been doing a lot of like top five and top ten lists this year, and we did already did the top fish and chips list. So spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on, on the update. You guys might be on there. You have a really, really it, good chance. Thanks. It really, Thanks. honestly, was the best crust I have had on a fish and chips dish. Thanks. I think ever. Nice. I'm not even talking about it in this town. It is just crunchy on the outside and yeah. not too thick, and it gets gooey when it's too thick. Mm-hmm. On the inside, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Right on. Thank you. Yeah, that's You're what welcome. we're going for. Not to decide who's who's getting kicked off the list. <laughs> Everybody better be nice to me. Sorry, I'm everyone. Just, Sorry, everyone. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. He is kidding. So... You guys have a nice selection of uh, unique burgers. You do. Also, uh, the salad that I had. Which salad was that? Um, that was their house salad, I believe. Oh, yeah. Because so I did a, st- a lunch, you know, half lunch sandwich mix. salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she didn't eat the salad. We took it home, and I ate it. So she's like, oh, how was my salad? It was great. <laughs> That's actually Heather's favorite way to eat a salad. That's her salad. Nice. Mm-hmm. Now I have to order it again because I didn't get to eat that. (laughs) And and back to the burgers real quick so everyone knows. Our burgers are always bison, Mm -hmm. and we cut it with a little bacon because bison's super lean, and we got to have some some fat fat. put Mm -hmm. back in that Mm -hmm. because fat is good. Mm -hmm. And uh, we season as we mix it, and they're all hand-pattied and put through a burger press, and those burgers will never change for us. They've made us super popular, and we just love putting fun stuff on top of them. Yeah, awesome. Bison bacon burgers Mm -hmm. with different stuff on top. I still have to get it back and try the turkey avocado um, sandwich. The Italian turkey. The Italian turkey, okay. Yeah. got it wrong. And it's peppered turkey, is that right? It is. Oh, yeah, you guys, I think you're going to get on another list, too, when it's updated. (laughs) The chili is amazing. Oh, the chili. I love that chili. And it's unique that it has some potatoes in it. Yep. Potatoes. Which I don't mind. And it's also unique in that the menu says it's spicy and it actually is. Because there's so many times I see stuff on menus that says spicy. I'm like, to who? Yeah, yes. baby. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my biggest pet know, peeve. It drives us crazy. Yep. Yeah. When we go out to eat and it says spicy and it's never spicy, yeah. it drives me bananas because I don't understand why they can't spice it up. There's a whole lot of us in this world that love spicy food, mm-hmm. myself including. It's my chili. And you got to have spice. It's one of the most important things to put in food because it just elevates the flavors of everything else. I and agree. Yes, my chili is spicy. 
and, and the wings yes. and the wings and people send the chili bag because it's spicy and i love that <laughs> Perfect. fine don't I'll eat it fine i'll eat it myself that's right <laughs> it's that's something that um in key west people always came to us when they wanted spicy food because they knew that if they want if they wanted it spicy it would be and if we didn't make it spicy already that we could make it spicy for them and that still that still goes like mm-hmm. you can always count on us if we tell you it's going to be spicy it will and if it's not enough for you we have all of the goods to make it that way <laughs> Good. we that have fresh correct. peppers we make our own habanero oil like we have all the things that we need to make it spicy that's awesome yeah and Lori mentioned uh, the wings the wings. Mm-hmm. the wings are excellent as well they're very meaty and you sell them i think it says it's a pound of wings pound right? of wings yeah mm-hmm. so depending on how big those wings are, that's how many you're going to get. Nick said it's like eight to nine. It's, it's usually about eight, eight or nine. Yeah. 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 And they are, they're definitely meaty and they've got a lot of, uh, all your stuff's gotten, you guys got a lot of good reviews. Thanks. In our, in our Facebook group, there's uh, there's at least half a dozen, I think, in there where people mm-hmm. are raving about you guys. Wonderful. Thank and, you. And you deserve it. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Thank it's pretty cool. It's been fun. <laughs> the potato soup, that's what I had. That was really, really good. <laughs> that's actually going to be the next tr- soup this weekend. So. I, yeah, I was trying to remember because it was the soup, in, the soup of the day and the salad. Yeah. And, Scott and Heather Brookie, thank you so much yes, for being on the you. show. Thank you. It's the Beer Boutique by Round Lake across from it on 7th Avenue North in Uptown, St. Historic Pete. Uptown. Historic Uptown. It's at 465 7th Avenue North. Scott and Heather, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thanks, y'all. Cheers. Thank you. We'll be right back. Okay, Kevin, now it's time for you to answer the Fast Five Foodies questions. Are you ready? Yes. What's your favorite food? Everything on the menu at Salty J's, especially the Toss Big Blue, which is basically a giant hamburger salad with a ton of blue cheese. The buffalo chicken salad is really awesome. And I love their tacos, especially the uh, Placido Bio tacos and the Sweet Thai taco. Also, if you like burgers, the Big Tex Burger is a nice big monster one. just want to shove that whole thing in my face. And then the, the Big J's Loaded Sirloin Philly. You love that one. Yes, I do love that one. It's so good. And Mrs. Salty's favorite massive hot dog. It is huge. It's a freaking half pound and literally as big as your head. Yes. So what's your least favorite food? Anything that's not from Salty J's. Goofhead. What's your favorite restaurant in St. Pete? Uh, duh. Salt or pepper? Salt. EJ's. And can you cook? Yes, but I'm not cooking anymore. I just go to Salty J's now. <laughs> Salty J's is on 4th Street North in the 50s, specifically 5625 4th Street North. Let's get salty. This is Julie Black and Dave Eichenberger on guitar. You're listening to St. Pete Foodies Podcast, maybe in your house or your car. Welcome back to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Our music segment, which showcases local artists, is brought to you by One Step Media and Kate Reuter. One Step Media provides management, marketing, and booking services to independent artists, and Kate herself is also a singer-songwriter. Our musical guest today is Elliot Dickinson from the band Broke Mr. Jones. He is a super talented musician that has played across several different acts in the area and venues in the area, including Ruby's Elixir on a regular basis. Instead of just one song, we will preview several tracks and do the Fast Five Foodies questions. Welcome to the show, Elliot. 
Kevin, thanks so much for having me. So we're, we are going to do the Fast Five Foodies questions. We skipped them two, okay. weeks, two weeks in a row, but we're going to do them more succinct, kind of like a uh, lightning round, just like quick answers. And we're not going to elaborate because we're still going to have an extended interview because we couldn't pick one song from the five samples <laughs> we checked out. So we have a, we're going to do a clip of each one of them and talk about each one of them. Excellent. And we've Excellent. only done it once before, way back with Gloria West. The Fast Five Foodies questions. What's your favorite food? I'm going to have to say burritos. Burritos, okay. That's, yeah. That's good. yeah. Hot sauce? Oh, yeah. Hot sauce, black beans. Awesome. All the toppings. Yep, I'm, I'm with you now. Now I want yeah. that. Yeah. What's your least favorite food? You know, I like just about every vegetable except for maybe olives are my least favorite. Ah, interesting. Honestly, you, I've never developed the taste for them. I don't know what it is. You're now the third person really? out of uh, 53 podcasts. You're the third person that doesn't like olives. Really? Yeah. And multiple people said just olives. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Not just, like a dish just, specifically. Just two, no, just two others said like okay, olives. Okay, okay. Yeah. Olives are out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, it's, so what is your favorite restaurant in St. Pete? Wow. Um, lately, I'm really into... Golden Dinosaurs Golden down Dinosaur. in Gulf. Well, that's in Gulfport, okay. I suppose. Go- Gulfport counts. But Gulfport, mm-hmm. yeah. I also love Craft Cafe here okay. right. on, uh, on the, Central. The one right downtown? Yep. It's actually right over there. Oh, is you, there one right here? If, yeah, if you look out. Yeah, there's one downtown right here. Oh, okay. Yeah, See, I'm, I'm familiar more with the one. It's in Grand Central District, I guess. Maybe I got the name wrong. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Cider Press Cafe. Okay, Cider Press. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Cider Press. I'm a big fan of their burgers. I think their menu is fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Salt or pepper? Ooh. Uh, pepper. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. And can you cook? <sighs> you know, not very, not very well. I'm, I'm warning though. My girlfriend is developing her cooking skills. We're kind of like getting more into cooking at home and planning meals together and stuff. So do you have a microwave? We are. <laughs> She does. We both have microwaves currently in our places, but we're very much talking about how we don't think we're going to buy one for our apartment together when we move in. Well, they're good for heating up stuff anyway. Yeah, I know. But we're kind of we're on that now we're on that train of like, maybe we should just get in the habit of using the oven or using the stove. I don't know. Okay. It kind of it's. I don't know if there's something to it. You know, they talk about the molecules. I'm not going to get oh, speak to the science of right. things, you know. Yes. I, I don't know. know if microwaves are actually bad. I'm not going to I'm not going to speak one way or the other, but Okay. So, let's talk music. Sure. Elliot Always. Dickinson, you are the guitar player and lead vocals for Broke Mr. Jones is the band and also the self-titled titled album, yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we listened to five different tracks, Lori and I, and we could not decide on one song. <laughs> so we're going to do a preview of five different songs. So when I sent it over, and these are not necessarily in order of the, how they are in the album, but mm-hmm. when I first sent it over to Lori, first she said, it's really hard to pick, but I think Exoskeleton. Okay. And I was actually surprised that she picked that because I, I didn't think that was the style that she normally listens to. But she said, right. she said no, it made me dance. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then she said her second favorite also made her want to dance was cool, coolest thing I've seen. So now okay. let's do a quick preview of uh, Exoskeleton. Sure. Sounds and great. Here we go. Exoskeleton. 
what style would that one be in, would you say? I mean, I know it's rock, but... Yeah, I don't know. Style (laughs) is style... That was one that style I style is tough. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't pick out the style on that one, but it's it's a cool song. That's interesting. I mean, I guess you know the band is. If we had to kind of pin ourselves as something, which you know everyone does, we'd call it maybe garagey rock. I think that song kind of epitomizes this. Like, it has these dancier elements. It totally. has this closed hi hat stuff that's very tight and like makes your hips kind of move. Mm-hmm. But then it's got the big open chorus where it's like lots of distortion. Lots of crashing on the, in, you right. know, on the cymbals. So it's kind of, it's, it's just kind of almost going between these couple of different styles, but trying to do it in a seamless way where it still mm-hmm. has this aesthetic, I guess. I don't yeah, know. It's very cool. Walking through the mud. Yeah. I would Walking say that's like a rock blues style. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Absolutely. All right. Well, let's give that one a spin. Here we are. All right. Yeah, definitely rock blues on that one. So, coolest thing I've seen, that was Lori's second favorite. Mm. Uh, I'm thinking it's kind of a 60s sound to me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, trying to kind of capture some of those interesting lines. Like, the song harmonically is not that, it's not that complex, but it kind of, it almost kind of changes keys. Right. It's almost in a couple different keys or like there's a couple odd, there's just enough odd chords in there, you know, to mm-hmm. almost make it a little psychedelic sound. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Lori actually said it reminded her yeah. a little bit of the Beatles. Oh, cool. Uh, and cool. the Beach Boys, too. Yeah. Those were like two of my favorites when I was like a little kid. <laughs> the Beatles are a big favorite of mine as well. Let's give this one a spin. Here we are with the coolest thing I've seen. And then we go to what I think is a kind of a 50s rock style. Kind of, mm. This one reminds me of Johnny B. Good, Chuck Berry. Mm, mm-hmm. Didn't give me the chance. Yes, exactly. My, my buddy Greg Baker, who played guitar on the record and plays guitar with Broke Mr. Jones, he, uh, he plays a real sweet Chuck Berry guitar solo mm-hmm. kind of in this one. Yeah, it's really cool. And uh, it came out, I think the track came out great on the album. It's funny because it's one of the ones that I think we almost had the hardest time getting right in the studio. Uh, I do want to give a quick shout out, by the way, to the guy who like engineered and helped mix this whole thing, Roger Hughes. Mm-hmm. He's a great sound guy. He works on a lot of stuff in the area. You'll see his name around. Shout out to Roger Hughes. Shout out to Can Roger he, Hughes. Yeah, some mixing. He's yep. your guy. And uh, all the guys in the band, John McDonald on the drums, Sean Hartley on the bass for this record. Uh, they really all just brought cool stuff. They were, you know, again, with, when you're talking about style, they're guys that were able to just like be chameleons with me and yeah, I love go that. through these different kind of rock tour to rock 
styles, right. you know. And th- th- I think that's probably why I had such a hard time just trying to narrow it down to one song to play. Because mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like all the different, I like eclectic yeah, things I'm like glad. that. Well, it's hard to pick one song off the off the record that really encompasses everything. You right, know, exactly. it just doesn't work like that. Yeah. It's hard to, there's not really one that's like, yeah, that's the essence of all of them. Here's a quick clip of Didn't Give Me the Chance. And last but not least, this one is, Laurie said, it's funny, it's catchy, okay. and sarcastic with a soft <laughs> rock feel. And, and by the way, I, I forgot to mention, Laurie's not here right now. She had to run out for a top secret emergency St. Petersburg foodies task. It sounds important. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have news coming up soon, though. I'll have to meet her next okay. time. Yes. So no no goals is the title of the song. Yeah. No goals. I have no goals. I'm not going to write your hit record. Not going to write your hit song. Right, yep, hit song. Yep. Right. Yeah. I. I. You know, it's funny how you you write things and then like completely forget really what the inspiration was. That one is an example of that where I don't really remember why I was feeling so. I don't know. Like somebody to, like somebody was trying to pressure you to write a, a hit song. And you're like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And then you did anyway. Yeah. Well, I think. <laughs> Well, I think what's funny is that like a lot of the songs on the record, I would consider like very songs, like they're, they're songwriter based, you know, they're not Mm -hmm. really overly jammy. Mm -hmm. They might have solos and stuff, but you could play them, most of them on an acoustic guitar and just, you know, Mm -hmm. most of them. And Uh, and I do that all the time. I'll play along on my, on my acoustic. Good, good. Oh, awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that one is almost the weirdest structure wise, you know, it kind of ends with just like all instrumental it's only like one chorus so i think i decided that like the collect the set needed something like more abstract right and then and also not your typical structure of like verse chorus verse bridge chorus fade thing right right not gonna write your hit song right i'm gonna we're gonna do something how i creative yeah yeah just try and do it for the sake of doing something different so check out this clip of no goals yeah, I got no goals, no goals Make it up as I go along I got no goals, no goals I don't want to write your hit song I got no goals, no goals Don't stand in my way Put it off another day All right, Elliot Dickinson, thank you so much. And we find you guys on the on Facebook at Broke Mr. Jones. That's right. And you can stream the album on Spotify and most of all the streaming services. Mm-hmm. You can go and buy it on Amazon and all that stuff. So Awesome. Yep. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much, Kevin. Elliot, thank you. We will be right back. Comments on last week's show with Andy Salyards. Uh, Philip Dobson says, great interview, Andy. And Eric Yoder says, cool interview. 
And even though we only got two comments on that show, it actually had a record number of downloads, probably because it was Andy with bourbon getting us drunk. We actually also have a new review on Apple Podcast from Salacious D, titled The Best Resource for Dining Around St. Pete. If you're visiting St. Pete and want to hear the scoop on local chefs and restaurants, this is your best resource. If you're a local like me, then your dining experiences will be further enriched by getting the backstory on your favorite places, chefs, and restaurant owners. Lori and Kevin are so charming and entertaining to listen to, and the production value is superb. I love this podcast. Please give us a comment wherever you listen or on Facebook and tell us your favorite part of this specific episode or what you like about the show in general, and we will mention your name and read your comment on next week's show. New items on stpetersburgfoodies.com include four St. Pete spots revitalizing the tiki movement, and that is by another new addition to our team, our new writer-photographer, Alexia Gonzalez. So please check out her new piece. We also have top 10 sandwiches slash sandwich shops in St. Pete. We have a beer boutique review and the five best French fries in St. Pete. Next week on the podcast, we have Brian Longstreth from Punky's Bar and Grill. You can email us at info at stpetersburgfoodies.com. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please join in and give us a five-star rating and type a review if you're so inclined. It helps the show get found and gain new listeners. The St. Petersburg Foodies podcast can also be found on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Player FM. Just about every podcast app. There's others as well. You can also listen to us on your voice-activated home assistant, such as Apple HomePod, Amazon Echo, and Google Home. This is Raphael Perrier from Kawa Coffee, and you are listening to the St. Petersburg Foodie podcast. And that's a wrap for our one-year anniversary show of the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast. And thank you for listening. Thanks to our guests, Scott and Heather Brookie. And Elliot Dickinson. And thanks to our sponsors. Club Saver. Booyah Ramen. The Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery. Pacific Counter. Salty Jays. And, and Engine, Engine Number nine. 9. Our announcer is Candice Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News. And our theme music is provided by the Chris Walker Band. We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com. Please give us a rating and review on whichever app you're using to listen to the show. And remember to share the show with your foodie friends. Until Until next next time, time, may your food be hot and your bubbly cold. French fries are pretty good. French fried potatoes? Yep, French fries. How much you want for them? Well, they're 60 for the medium and 75 for large.